Check one, two, check one, two. Welcome back to another episode of Stalemates. If you guys are listening to this, you are listening to our audio version. Please give us a review. We need more reviews. We don't really harp on it too much, but we're really trying to grow the audio version of our show and this next year. But before we get to this episode with Coach Doug Schwab, the head coach of the Northern Iowa Panthers, hashtag Panther Train, we want to tell you guys a little bit about our sponsors. And the first one is Barbarian Apparel. Barbarian Apparel out of Cincinnati, Ohio will take care of you guys and your team if you are looking for some custom apparel needs. They have taken care of us. They host our team store. You can go check them out. If you go to barbarianapparel.com, they can help you out with anything you need, whether it's a neck gaiter, whether it's a mask, a singlet, a hoodie, a t-shirt, they can help you guys out. They also have plenty of other team stores uh, the New Jersey RTC is on there. Um, I love some of their shirts. I have some of theirs. I also have some Barbarian Apparel t-shirts if you just want to buy just their apparel for them. I know they help out Giangelo Hancock, the Olympian. Don't get it twisted, but go check them out. Tyler, tell these guys about Matman. Next, we have Matman. Matman's been manufacturing combat sports apparel and equipment since 1969. Think about it. That's a long time. Matman will offer garments, accessories, specialty products, and that means singlets, headgear, to mat tape. They have all of your needs there. So when you do go to matmanedge.com, be sure to use promo code STALEMATES for 10% off at checkout. Lastly, we're going to tell you guys about our latest sponsor, okay, Above and Beyond Wash and Seal. Tyler, you've worked with them before? I put in a shift with them. They do good work. They do the best work. When we got our first studio, or should I, I guess it's technically our second studio. We needed a new floor. Everybody was harping on our floor saying it sucked. So I knew the guy, his name's Trent above and beyond wash and seal can help you guys out. If you need a brand new floor, he does all kinds of sweet stuff. Recently, he just did a Hawkeye floor. So maybe mm-hmm. you can get your favorite team or maybe even your podcast out. Do you think someone put a stalemates logo on their floor? I'm sure Trent could work it out for you. If that's if what you, you wanted. If you wanted to, Trent could get it done. So go check them out. You can find all those in the link in the description. But thank you guys for watching. Please hit subscribe, turn your notifications on, and have a good time listening to this interview. All right, what's up, Stalemates? Welcome back to another episode. Very special guest. I say that every time. Uh, <laughs> him and his wife kind of calling me out on social media. We haven't came up here. He said yeah. we're ignoring them, but... For me, it's probably more of a, uh, probably like, I don't want to say like a starstruck thing, but you never, like, especially with like COVID going on, I never really wanted to like reach out yeah. to people because I don't like rejection. So if I reach out, <laughs> you say, no, I don't like you yeah. or something like no, that. Cause you just, you don't know who likes you and who doesn't. So I'm no, glad that I, we made I, it. I like you, man. Especially that mustache, man. The, yeah. The things coming Everybody in nice. comments on the mustache. I <laughs> shaved it. People didn't like it. So I, now I'm at a point. I don't know. I don't know which, which way to go. No, you keep it. Keep it, man. It looks good. Do you read the comments? Cause like for me, I shaved it because I'm reading the comments and I'm thinking like people like it. People don't like it. They call me a pedophile. They call me all these kind of things. Do you read the comments like on your uh, matches and I, stuff? I, 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 I try not to. I mean, there's that's where you want to fight. I mean, that's where my wife tries to fight everybody in the world. I'm like, you, you know, I mean, the comments, you're going to have good and bad. You're going to have some people are just going to say things just to say things, you know. So I think 
as long as you know and you feel good about it. I mean, I, I, can I say I never read the comments? No, because then I'm, I'm, I'm lying. But I try not to for the most part because some people are going to love you. Some people aren't. And you know what I mean? I, I know what I stand for and that's enough for me. So do you read like now forums are kind of dead. I was actually on the Panther forum last night, look, yeah. trying to just do yeah. research and homework and stuff like that. But did you ever read the wrestling forums growing up or coaching or yeah. even as an athlete? Yeah. I mean, I did, I did more before. Like I, I don't even check those things out anymore. You know, just cause it's funny. Cause especially when you're in inside and you kind of know what's going on and they're like, well, they got little pieces of this, right. And they got a little piece of that. And it's like it's kind of it's kind of funny people trying to figure out what's going on. It's just a lot of gossip for the most part, but um, and I don't know. There's a, there's just a lot of poison out there, you know. And try not to buy into that too much. But did I used to read the forums? I used to I used to read them quite a bit, you know. And it was it was kind of funny, like I said, just knowing what's going on, and then people are commenting or thinking this is going to happen, and you know you really know what's going on. So I was I always got to chuckle out of that, but um, I I try not to take take part in any of those anymore do you think it's good to sometimes read them because like for our content stuff sometimes i read them to make sure that people what they like and what they don't like do you think that it's good like do you ever read it and like take the advice or are you just like no this guy's um i think i think you got to always be open open-minded to you know to making improvements and what's out there and i mean people people do have different angles and takes to things you know i think it just depends on on what they're what they're feedback you're giving you or what they're talking about you know certain things I'm certainly not going to take in into consideration um but some some things I certainly would you know I just think and you get feedback from people and and you know you try to use it and I guess improve any way you can you know especially like for you guys I mean this is you're going out to people and and you know the the comments and the feedback is I mean that gives you a, a good idea hey man I really like what's going on hey I don't like this part of it hey you know you should do more of this um so I know for me as a coach, I, I try not to a whole lot, but I think in, in, for you guys, it's probably very important that you're getting some of that feedback. Yeah, yeah, I think I think for the most part, you know, as long as they're not being just like, there's a difference between feedback and just hating. Yeah, you know oh, what yes. I mean? <laughs> uh, have you figured out who's like all the anonymous people are on the Panther forum? Like there's there was, it was kind of the same like five people I noticed. Like yeah. the Hawkeye Report, there's so many different yeah. people that you don't even you know, you don't know who's who, but on there, there's like five people. Have you figured out who everybody is? You don't have to say, don't say their name or anything. Got a, but. Yeah, I got a good idea. Yeah. You get a good idea of, of, of who people are. I think there's still, there's still a couple guys that I think everyone's still trying to 100% figure out who they are, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, how did, how did he know that? Like, yeah. there's only, it, have you found the mole? Have you ever found it? Like, um, I, I haven't, I have not, you know, what, what's, <laughs> what's funny when I was back, when I was back at Iowa, you know, cause Kentucky Mudflap was kind of the guy yeah, and yeah. I remember yeah. we're, we're, we're in the, we're in the, the elevator one time and this is at nationals and I think it was me and Tom and there's like five other guys on there and they're Hawkeye fans are talking and like, and he started, Hey, which one of you is Mudflap? You know, just trying to, <laughs> trying to fish a little bit and, you know, he's, it, it was kind of fun for a while trying to figure out who some of those guys were, but, um, you know, I think certain things, I guess it's good that you're getting talked about, but, you know, I guess you, you just can't buy into any of it too much. Does Tom, you said, I can't imagine them ever like getting on a forum or like, like when we did the interview with him, he had no clue who we were at all. Like it was more like a mutual <laughs> person that set yeah. it up. And so he literally walks in and he's like, in two sentences, tell me who you are. And I'm yeah. like, uh, <laughs> you know, cause he just had no clue. So yeah. it's kind of, it's crazy to me that he would even pay attention. Well, to I think, you, you know, you start hearing about things though. And, 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 and they're more aware than they let on to sometimes. So, you know, is that part of the, <laughs> that's part of the, but I know they thing. don't pay attention to some of those stuff, but, um, 
I I think there's certainly more aware than 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 you would than you would think. Yeah. Um, okay. So what about your? I don't want to keep talking about this stuff, but like with with your athletes, do you tell them not to pay attention to that stuff, or you just kind of let them? You know who can handle and who can't. Yeah, I think it's the way of our world right now. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, social media is, is what we are and, and part of what we do. It just, man, you can't, your self-worth can't get bought into that though. I mean, that's, that's the whole thing, you know? I mean, there's, like I said, there's going to be people, oh, you're the greatest thing ever. And you know, if, if everything's based on your results and even this weekend, you know, had guys compete, it's like, you're way more than your results. Like you're improving and you have to continue to buy that. Like, who are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to some guy that you, you don't know? <laughs> are you going to really let him impact, impact your day or your, the people that are around you and that really, truly care about you? Are you those ones that you're going to really buy into? Um, I know it's hard, man. It's a different world for these kids. You know, we didn't have to, I didn't have to maybe a little bit of form stuff at the end, but nothing like these guys are part of. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you're way better off not buying into it at all, but to think that these guys aren't going to pay attention to it, that's crazy. They're going to. So you got to figure out how to be able to use it in, in, in a good way, in a positive way. Even for us as coaches, we got to figure out how to use it in a positive way because it's out there with recruits, with everybody. You know, I mean, guys are going to see, guys are going to watch this and they're going to see it. And it's like, okay, maybe they're like, and I really like this guy. Or they're like, nah, I don't, I don't care for that guy at all. I'm just going to be who I am. <laughs> That's yeah. what I try to get our, our athletes to be, be who you are, man. Don't, you don't need to, you don't need to try to, um, you know, get likes or, or whatever, but I, I know that's the way of the world. Um, we've tried to get some guys to get rid of it, but that's also not going to happen either. So we got to get them to be able to manage and use it the right way. And like I said, not get bought into the comments, know, know who they are inside. And we're going to grade on different things other than just their wins and losses. So trying to really get them to buy into that. Yeah. And I, I look at some, like, I look at a lot of your athletes and it seems like you kind of recruit the same kind of kid. It seems like, and, and a lot of times it's like in-state kids and you do a a really good job of like taking the kid who might get overlooked by a different school and mm -hmm. really turning him into, you know, the kind of wrestler that you like. Do you look at their social media and stuff and kind of to gauge who they are? I mean, you meet them in person and stuff like that, but like, do you, do you, how much do you really take in from their social media and like their presence online and how they are in yeah. the public? Well, I mean, they can, they can, they can just discount themselves really quickly just by certain things. I mean, listen, if they're willing to put that out there for the world, <laughs> you know like come on guy like yeah. you know because you're you're always trying to figure out okay is this really who this kid is you know is he is, is he been coached this way and like to talk this way or is this really who he is and for me I, I that's more getting around them getting their home um, having conversations with them having multiple conversations with them asking them the people that they're around you know the, their teachers and okay other guys on the team and hey what's this guy really like and then they get on a visit here okay what's this guy what was he like when he wasn't around the coach was he the same okay how does he interact with his parents you know we're trying to take all that into consideration um so i think you know, we talk about in-state kids we we probably have a little bit more intimate knowledge of them and who they are and who they who they've grown up around so i think for me that's that i like that i like i like small town iowa kid but it don't make me a small town georgia kid it can be small town uh, uh illinois Wisconsin, it doesn't matter. Like we'll, we'll take kids from everywhere. You know, I think we just got to find guys that really truly believe in what we're doing. And man, to me, it's what's unique about here is the people. And that's anywhere you're going to go. The people are unique, like the facility. Yeah, this is, this is a great facility. It's awesome to wrestling, but man, the people that they're going to spend their time with it. And that's what they need to really look at. And they need to, they need to really dig in deep. Is that guy really, is he really going to help me grow as a man? Is he really going to help me grow in my wrestling or developing guys? You know, you talk about, hey, I feel like we're developing guys very well. Um, you know, and we just got to continue to do that. And that, for me as a coach, I got to continue to get better. But, yeah, there's a certain kid that I look for. I look for guys that are coachable. 
they're gritty and they're freaking selfless. Those are, those are three things that I look for in trying to figure out, okay, because that's to me, that's what fits into our program. And you got to have guys that really fit and belong in your program. And I think the guys that come here, they're like, and this feels like home. This is family. This is where I want to be. And those are guys like, all right, man, let's get on board. I don't care what you've won so far. That, is, that has no bearing on what you're going to do moving forward. That's, that's interesting because I always think that – I have this question that I ask a lot of people um, off camera. I don't know if I've ever really brought it up in a video or anything like that. But to me, I feel like wrestling is very – like a lot of it is very results-based. You know, mm -hmm. when you look at like baseball or basketball or football – you have a lot of scouts going to the game to watch the kid's body language when he's walking up and down the sidelines mm -hmm. or uh, to see him in person or like maybe they're clocking him with the whatever yep. that thing's called. Yep. But in wrestling, to me, it always felt like very results-based. Like, okay, this kid plays you know, first, second, or third at Fargo, that's our guy. Or fourth, fifth, and sixth, like, that's the guy that we should go after. Are you more of a coach who you don't necessarily care? Because like, look at Drew Foster, right? Yeah. Didn't win a state title. That, you, you saw something in him that yeah. other schools might not have. Because wasn't he going to go play football or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, he was going to go so, D3. And I mean, I think some guys said, well, you're a D3 athlete. And, you know, Randy, Randy was a guy from day one. was like, this guy, we, we have to get this guy. <laughs> Is there something that you, I mean, you don't want to let the, the, the magician doesn't show his tricks or nothing, right? You don't want to let the cat out of the bag for other schools to do this. But what is it that you really think that you look for in a kid and, or like, is it just results? I mean, that, that catches your eye. I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, you have guys that are doing well and, and winning. Um, yeah, but there, there has to be more. It has to be deeper than that. I mean, there's a, for me, there's their improvement. I mean, there's a, there's a desire for them to get better. You know, some, uh, some kids, I, I mean, they're reaching their peak when they're a senior in high school. <laughs> How do you know that's the peak? You, you, you don't, you don't. I mean, that's the thing. I think we were all trying to figure those things out, but I think certain guys, and you can see how they go about things, how they train. I mean, how, I mean, just, do they have a love for, for wrestling? Is it coming from someone else or is it coming from them? You know, and those are the things you're always trying to figure out. That's why I, you know, you ask them a lot of questions, you get around them, you get, you get in their home. Um, you get in a training environment, you just get around, you get around them and, and try to, I guess for me, feels a big thing. Like I, I got to feel certain things. Like I'm, I'm connected to that. Some people may be more analytical and they, you know, their numbers and that, that's, that's not me. I'm, I'm, Hey, this, this, this feels right. You know, when you're watching body language, you're watching all those things, but you're watching guys improvement because where they're at right now, like I said, a year from now, depending on what they're willing to do, they can be a different guy. And then two years and then all of a sudden they put three or four or five years together yeah, then, then you know what, then they can be a national champ to a guy that they're like, well, that guy should have went D3, you know, and that's, that's what, that's what we're looking for. And really what happens is the, is the athletes, the guys start to like, they start to attract themselves here. They're like, this is where I want to be. These are the type of people. And they're like, man, you want to be here? You believe in us? You believe in me? As much as I believe in you? Okay. That's a great match. Let's that's go. That's my guy. Yep. <laughs> Do you feel like you're the real state school? Because you look at some of these other schools, and, I, and one of them is my favorite team, but like a lot of the state schools are, are recruiting out-of-state guys. But you look yeah. at you and I, you got, what, four Fort Dodge kids. Yeah. You got, you got all these different Iowa schools, Albia, you know what I mean? Yeah. You have all these. No, I, I well, absolutely we are. I mean, just look at the makeup of our, our student body, too. You know, I think it's, it's some 90%. You know, it's, it's Iowa, and, you know, we're a little bit of the smaller school. We're in the smaller. Like, I just, I think, yeah, absolutely, if you look at, to me, what – symbolizes the state yeah it's it's you and i 
And our team is certainly that makeup. And are we opposed to going out of state? No. I mean, we're going to continue to, like said, find the right, the right, the right group of individuals. And so we're going to get, we're going to get 35 individuals who all believe in each other, believe in the coaching staff, but, and are willing to raise the stakes to levels that haven't been seen, you know, here since, you know, the fifties. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you see a kid though, and he chooses another school and then he comes back to you and I, are you like, well, 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 you should have picked <laughs> us the first time. Uh, you, or are you like, are you just like play it cool? No, I mean, it's obviously there, you know, you, we've had that happen a few times, you know, recently. And it's like, sometimes I think other things get put into the equation that to me aren't, as an 18 year old, it's hard to see that's not important. Yeah. You know, and especially, I mean, if you go to an official visit and you didn't have a good time and you didn't think this is the greatest place ever, wherever you went, they did something wrong. You know, I mean, that's, that's part of what this process to me is, is, for me, getting through some of that stuff and not like, hey, all this stuff wears off and you're like, well, what the hell happened, man? This, is, I don't, this isn't the place that I thought it was going to be. You know, I had the greatest time here on my, on my visit. Now coach is a little bit different. Like, we, I'll be the same guy. My staff will be the same guy. We will be the same people no matter day one on campus, day 1,000 on campus. You know, that's just who we are, and I think that's very important that we're consistent in who we are. And, and I'm not trying to be anyone else. Like, I'd... This is who this is who I am, <laughs> and you like that, and you want to you want to you want to ride with that, or you don't like that's and that's kind of the way we go. But I think some of these guys that have come back, you know, they they realize okay, I thought some of those things were important. I thought that okay, some of this and you know, bigger a bigger school, which okay, that means that means nothing, man. It's all frame of mind. It's that's what it is. It has nothing to do with okay, I'm in a bigger environment. I'm I got fifty thousand students on campus. We have this. That's all BS, man. It's the people you're going to be around and what you're willing to do. And you guys got to be able to see through that. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm ready. Where do, I, where do I sign up? <laughs> you fired up a little bit there. All right. So we're sitting here in West Gym. Yeah. How important is this place? Because I've watched wrestling in a lot of different states, yeah. a lot of different venues, everywhere you name it. I'm a super fan. But this place is absolutely brutal. I've been booed in front of people here. Uh, I just told you that story yeah. off camera. But how important is a West gym and, and why do you like wrestling in here? Well, just the history of this building, you know, is, I mean, guys have wrestled, I think since 26 in here. So we're getting close to a hundred years. You know, they've wrestled in this building. There's been Olympians go through this building, Olympic champions. They, they actually won the 1950 title was the NCAs was in this building and they, and they, and they won it here. They used to have the state championships in here. So, um, I just think, you know, the throwback, um, and there's a romance that, all the alumni have with this building. You know, guys come back and you can say that, well, you know, we used to have a pool over here and this used to be this and this used to be that. And, you know, we used to have all these things in here. It just, there's a romance with it and, and some nostalgia, I think, of, you know, bigger, nicer, newer, that's always better. I don't think that's always the case. Um, you know, do I like McLeod? And I think that we need to continue to, to use that venue, yeah. Um, but having, having 2,200 people packed in here, you know, like you said, on top of you and the energy and the heat and the, it, there's, no, there's nothing like it. You know, now we just got to get to where there's, you know, there's, there's 6,500, 7,000 over there for, for those meets. And, you know, then it'd be pretty hard not to go over there every time. But I don't know. I just, I love, I love seeing too, man, when there'll be the same, there'll be the same group of people that'll be lined up too. Cause they, cause it's open seating. So you get first come first serve. So you get people that they'll be the first ones in line and they're like, they're, they get their seats and which is pretty cool, you know, that, that, that you almost like talk about family. That's to me, that's family. Like, Hey, we're going to be the first ones here. That's my seat. <laughs> and then you remember, Oh, there you, and 
I don't know. I just think, uh, I think the energy that this place brings, man, is second to none. Who would you, who would you consider to be you and I's biggest rival? I think, I, I mean, I think for us in state, Iowa State, you know, has become, it's become a, it's become a good battle. Uh, I think between the fans too. Yeah, 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 for sure. You know, and, and obviously we don't get, we don't wrestle Iowa in, in duels, you know. Uh, Let's talk about that. What, what do you think <laughs> in your time here, and we don't know how long you'll be coaching here or you retire here or whatever, right? What percentage of a chance do you think we see Iowa come to West Gym? Oh, zero. Zero percent. Yeah. Okay. What about Carver Hawkeye? I right now I don't I don't think the percentage are very high. Are they ducking you? Are they dodging you? What, what do you, what's what's no. is it a scheduling no. thing or what what's going on? I mean, there's a we can go we could have a whole episode on some of that, but um, that's the bonus content you got to pay for that. <laughs> uh, you know, going back to, I mean, it's been heck, it's been seven eight years now since we dueled, so. You're almost like it's not going to happen anymore. It's okay. You know, we'll go to Midlands, we'll wrestle there. And, you know, for us, we got to, we got to do better nationally. You know, you got to, you got to go out. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't necessarily think it's on you guys. Like they wrestle like, so I'm not going to name some schools, but they name, they they wrestle some smaller schools. Could they, could they add us into the, to their schedule? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we asked for a long time and I stopped asking because it's, I'm, I'm not going to continue to ask. Like you said, you're re- rejection, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After a while, yeah. you just got to yeah, say, hey, and, maybe this girl isn't for me. I got <laughs> to move on. And, 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 and it's okay. I think, you know, people have talked about it for a long time and wanted it to happen. And you know what? They, you know, congrats to them to win a national title this year. They got a great team coming back. I mean, but would we ever not wrestle them? No, I mean, we'll, we'll wrestle them. I mean, there's, we'd love to. Our guys, our guys would, would love that opportunity to be able to do that, you know, but they, I haven't got a call. So if we get a call, then we'll get it figured out. If not, I'm, I'm not making any more phone calls though. Okay. I like that answer. Let's stay in the big 10 though. Obviously the big news you were in the, you were in the news, uh, last week, the Twitter game a little bit. Willie Saylor puts out a tweet saying that, uh, coach Schwab turned down the Illinois job. How close was that to being a thing? Or was that just kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> let me do my due diligence, see what's going on. I'm staying here. Like what, how'd that all play out? Huh? I mean, yeah, I mean, I took a serious look at it. I mean, it's, uh, I think, I think, I can tell you this that I've never done my job looking to the next job. Hmm. I've always done my job as this is where I'm going to be. I'm going to put everything I possibly can into this place and build this thing the right way. And then, you know, if opportunities come up, and I was almost like, I mean, things move really quick. It's like, oh, you're having, okay, we're having a talk. And then, okay, this is getting really serious. And then it's like, okay, well, and make a decision. <laughs> um, and it was, it, it was, it certainly made me think, you know, I mean, Illinois, I, I have a ton of respect for them. It has nothing to do with the disrespect to, to them and their program and the department and what they're doing. Just I, my, my job's not done here. Um, I believe in what we're doing, what we've built. Uh, my family has a great community around them and love my guys, man. I love my team. Like it's uh it's something where, you know, you, I just, I hadn't thought about it. I honestly hadn't thought about it. And, you know, obviously I put some serious thought into it in the last week, but, um, you know, it just, it didn't feel right. And I, I said, I go by feel a lot and it didn't feel right. And that doesn't mean that it won't be the right time sometime. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to put everything I can into this year. Like I've put into every year. And then after the season, then you, you, you kind of go from there. But I think, I think people always want to, well, it's because of this or it's because of that. And like, you don't know, you just don't, don't like, 
you don't you don't know and guys you know want to always have the inside information on everything and and think that they know why and you know we kind of talked about it it's always oh bigger's better and this is always better and this is always better because you have this and you have that and like man I, to me it's the people it's the people that you're around and you know what i got i got a group of individuals that they believe in me they believe in the program they believe in our coaching staff and what we're doing man and we're building something special and man i just it was not it was not the right time to to move to move do something else. Do I think I can do it somewhere else? Absolutely. I mean, I believe in myself and what we're built, but man, I, I want to do it right here. Does it give you some sort of like, like looking back on it, obviously you had to make a decision. And so you're thinking about, you know, your current situation here. And then you're thinking about the future. If you were to go there, does it give you some sort of like, like gratitude, look like being able to sit back and kind of take it all in what you've built here and been like, man, do I really want to leave that? Did it give you some sort of like appreciation for, for what you have here? Yeah. I mean, it, Absolutely. I mean, you should be proud of the things you've done and what you've, you know, what you built, but it's not, it's not, that's not just me though. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, you start thinking about all the individuals that have been part of this thing that have poured their blood, sweat and tears and belief into it. And all the supporters that we have that, man, I've built relationships with and athletes that you have relationships with, that you have intimate knowledge of them and who they are and care about them as people and love them. Um, leaving that, I don't, if it if it was now or a year from now or ten years from now, that would that's going to be incredibly hard to do. Um, I could tell you that I know what I put into our guys and and I feel good about that. Um, I think yeah, you start to reflect, and that's probably something that I I figured out in the process is I probably need to I probably need to do that a little bit more. I probably need to okay, there's some things that I need to to think through. But I like I said I, I wasn't thinking through like. I know some of these coaches, it's like, well, what's the next thing? You know, I, I want to get this so I can do this or I can move to this or, or what, who's going to, you know, how many years this guy have left and all those things like that stuff, that stuff is I'm doing a disservice to my athletes if, I, if I'm thinking that way. So, um, yeah, I mean, it got me to think about some things that I probably hadn't and got me to know that right now this is, this is exactly where I want to be and the group of guys that I want to do it with. So, I mean, I, like I said, I, I love my team and coaches and, and the belief that they have in me and the community that we have around us. And, um, you know, my family, my family loves this, loves the Cedar Valley. So yeah, real hard to leave, really real hard to leave that, but it certainly got me to think, um, in some ways that I hadn't before. So one thing I've noticed with you and I is you guys don't, and you, it's obviously a couple, no one's perfect, but you don't really have a lot of kids that transfer out of this program. It seems like a lot of the kids, even the guys that, uh, you know, you see a lot of kids at other programs will transfer because they didn't make the lineup or there's yeah. just not a spot for them or something like that. And they want to, they want to wrestle. So yeah. they leave. I have no problem with that at all. Uh, but you really don't have a lot of kids transfer out of here. What do you, I think that to me tells, says a lot about like you and your staff and, and the fans and stuff like that, the whole program, like that's got to be like the number one accolade when you look at a, you know, yeah. a coach. Yeah, for sure. I just, I think we, we don't, we don't blow bullshit to them. <laughs> we, we, this is how we're going to treat you. This is what it's going to take. Like we're very clear, like you're going to have to work your tail off, man, to be able to get these things. And that's going to be on you. We're going to be right beside you, but, and you're going to have to, you're going to have to point the finger here to get stuff done. And we'll help, we'll help you along the way. But I just think that they know they're cared about as people and, you know, it's not like, oh, based on my results and it, you're doing good and you're scoring points for us and we're giving you a hug and you're the greatest thing ever. And then if not, then you're off on the side and we're like, what happened to that guy? Right. You know, that's, it's, it's not, man. We care, we care about these guys as people. We always will. And I mean, love, love our guys. And that's not a five-year thing. I think sometimes guys are like, what can you do for me now? Like, no, man, what, to me, we're, we're building a relationship hopefully for the next 50 years. And I think that's, I think that's important. I think sometimes coaches get too, 
they get too short-sighted. You know, what can this guy do for me now? Or, hey, you know what? Uh, this guy's not going to make it, so we'll push him out and we'll get someone else in here. It's like, okay, well, what happened to you helping to develop? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, if, it's, if it's just you got to wrap the guy out of the box and put him on the button, they, they go score points for you, or is there going to be some development on your part from a coaching aspect? And I think sometimes the coaches lose that. Um, you know, I'm going to put everything I can into our guys every single year. And when I'm, when I'm, when I'm not willing to re-up the next year, then I need to be done because I, that's not fair to them. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't like guys leaving. I don't think they ever should leave. I think that, man, we believe in these guys. And, you know, guys are going to leave for certain reasons. I think the transfer portal right now is – It's popping. Uh, if yeah. there's a club, that's the club to be in right now. <laughs> Which it was too hard before. It's too easy now. And I think I said this I said this on, the sh- on one of the shows the other day. I just – I don't like that uh, they don't even have to have a conversation with a, the head coach. Like, and not, I'm not saying I'm going to keep a guy. Like, if you don't want to be here and you don't believe in what's going on or, or you know, hey, you feel like something didn't fall through that we were supposed to, come have a conversation with me first before we get to that point. And then if we can't reconcile it, then, okay, move on. I still care about you and I'll help you any way I can. But obviously here's not the, that place to, to get it done. But to not have a conversation with a coach, I just don't think that helps those guys hold them accountable in any way, shape, or form. Like, you have to have tough conversations. And what are we teaching these kids? Well, things don't work out. It's not, it's not going well. Uh, coach, coach got on me a little bit, and he was hard on me. Like, yeah, I'm going to be hard on you, dude. It's you're life. Eight, yeah, you're 18 to 22, 23. Like, you don't know anything. Like, you need to listen, believe, apply what we're talking about. Stop going to Sharkies every weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> you said, point, start pointing the finger here more. Everyone wants to point uh, you know, the professor, it's this, it's that, it's not me. Like, yeah, it is you. Point the finger here. That's all you have control of anyway. Um, I don't know. I think I would change that. I don't know. I don't have the exact answer in that stuff. Um, well, when I, when I think of you and I, I don't necessarily think transfer you because you haven't – I don't think you've had a lot of kids transferring in as yeah. either. Um, Teske, obviously, you, what you've done with him is crazy, you know, seeing what yeah. happened with him at Penn State. And then he comes here, he finds his home, like we were saying earlier. Yeah. And that's not a knock to Penn State or nope. anything. It's just he found his, found his spot here. Uh, with the transfer pool, portal being as – easy as it is to come and go now is that going to change how you're going to recruit things especially with the success that you had with with a guy like Teske um I think you know you'll look at each individual like we look at each individual and recruit them you know I mean there's certain things that I mean are you willing to take a risk on a certain guy you know because in I believe in our culture and what we're doing so yeah maybe this guy he's he's worth taking the risk obviously depending on what he's done <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know there's certain guys that just they got they got put in a situation that okay maybe it wasn't what they thought it was going to be, or maybe they get treated a certain way. Or yeah, I know where sometimes where guys are leaving from, and maybe why they're leaving, and you have conversations. Okay, well, you know why are you leaving? And then you're like, okay, well that's that's a that's a valid point. But you also it can't just be just about the coach. Like, is there anything you did too? You know, I so I try to make sure that that guys also are willing to. I guess you know, you got to think about that. You know, the grass is greener where you water it, right? So you can you can make green grass anywhere you want. It just you got to be willing to, 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 to do that. Yeah. Um, but I know, cer- I know certain things just don't match up well. And, and like I said, that honeymoon phase goes out really quick. And, okay, after the honeymoon, here's what you're going to be left with. Are you okay with that? And that's what I think kids just get too bought up into sometimes. And, you know, parents, I'd, I'd love to sit down. I'd love to have a conversation with parents, that, especially first-time kids that are getting recruited. They don't really, they don't really understand what's going on. I mean, be honest with them about things and and think sometimes they make it about to me they make it about the wrong things they get caught up in the lights a little bit too much and 
you got to look at the substance more. So you have a really strong wrestling family, right? So yeah. your brothers wrestled, uh, you're from Osage. Um, you, your wife, Allison Shaw, without her, this probably wouldn't have ever happened. No. Um, your boys are hammers. I love yeah. watching those. I really do. Like yeah. I, I, like a lot of times with internet clips, I just watch the first few seconds, but your boys matches, I watch like every basement match that they do. Yeah. Um, and then your girls wrestling at dance yeah, class and everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess my question is with your boys and you know, seeing that they're, they're having success mm -hmm. and stuff like that. What do you think is the biggest mistake that a wrestling parent has with their, with their kids? Because a lot of times kids end up just quitting the sport, not liking it. Um, what, what advice would you give to like a wrestling dad out there? Oh man, just, I mean, just talk to your kids about other things than just wrestling. <laughs> yeah. How are they doing in school? You know, how's your day going, buddy? Love you, you know, like, and focus on, like see, the grades can't be just their wins and losses because some kids are just way more mature than others. You know, I mean, I mean, even my two boys, the maturity level's crazy. Like my youngest boy is, I mean, he's about 15 more pounds. He's bigger and stronger. He's matured quicker than, than my older boy. And so you, you're just physically stronger, so you can do some things that maybe the other one couldn't do. So are you going to get discouraged by, by your wins and losses? I think I would grade them on other things. I'd grade them on their body language, their focus, their effort that they put in. Okay, are they asking questions? How do they treat their teammates? I tried to, you know, composure in basement battles. I mean, people didn't see like how many times that these guys melted down, how many, how many times that there was a tantrum. And now, now when they go watch them compete and they're like, Oh, these guys are so composed, you know, they don't let anything rattle. I'm like, yeah, you didn't see it a thousand times before that that happened. Okay. We, there was something that was worked on. <laughs> and that to me is very important because if you can't keep your focus and composure, I don't think you can be a great competitor. Um, you know, you have to be able to channel and use that. So that's stuff that I would, I would get them to grade on something other than their wins and losses because, man, if, if that's only going to be the only thing that, okay, he feels great because he won or he, fe he feels like he feels down on the dumps because he lost. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt to lose, but, okay, I think I would just – I would put a different grading sheet together for them than just wins and losses and, and, and ease them into it. If they want to do it, man, go. To me, the biggest thing was getting my boys to – they wanted to do it, right? Hey, take me to this tournament. You know, state, state, states this weekend. Take me to state. Okay. Well, the next weekend is is is, is North Plain. Take me there. You know, and that, I wanted to get to where it was that point. And first, I was kind of pulling away from there, like, hey, uh, I want to go compete. I'm like, nah, nah, not this, not this weekend. You turn them down. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I turned them down quite a bit <laughs> at the start, and in there, I have my own reasons um, because, I, like I said, I wanted I wanted to come from them. It has to. It's too tough. It's too tough, and I know that there's going to be some expectations um, just because of who they are, and it, it's got to be something that they really love and enjoy, and that's how they get the most. I think that's how you get the most out of anything, right? Like, you have to have some purpose behind it. It can't just be, well, I'm doing it because mom wanted me to do it or dad wanted me to do it. I think that's a little bit when you're young. I mean, you do that anyway, right? But that can't be the sole purpose, and I think that if that's the sole purpose as they, as they move forward, then I think that's where the struggle comes, you know, and, and the burnout. And I guess the biggest thing I would tell them is, don't have them cut weight <laughs> yeah. to cut corners. So, okay, he's going to be big for this weight. Now he's going to win because that, that takes the enjoyment out of the sport very quickly for kids. I mean, you're just like, this is awful. I can't stand doing this. Like, we're, like no, wrestling's supposed to be something that's enjoyable and fun. You know, as far as how you get to compete, is it hard? Yeah, it's really hard. But I think early on, I don't think that's the association you want with, to me, you want with a sport. I think it's like miserable. It is miserable. 
Who wants to be miserable? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. So, I mean, those are some things. And I've talked to parents before and some of them were like, uh, yeah, I can see, I can see they're like, actually listening. And then some were like, yeah, nah. Uh, yeah, that sounds nice, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's going to yeah. cut 10 pounds. And, and do I understand that, you know, my boys are in a fortunate situation that they've grown up around wrestling, high level wrestling. I mean, they've been coming in that room since they were, since, you know, they were this high. I mean, I get that they were around the sport. So if you have someone that they have no, they have no other in in the sport other than going to a club and competing, I get that that's, that would make it tougher, but I just think. I think how you would grade them and not cutting weight, I mean, that's, that's how I would definitely start. Okay, you're wearing the girls Wrestle 2 shirt. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. See that, and you got two yeah. girls as yeah. well. So <laughs> what's the future of women's wrestling, you think? Uh, I think it's just going to continue to grow. I mean, it's – and you've seen the level. I mean, the level has – you know, even in the last 20 years, I mean, the, the, the skill level of the girls has increased. I mean, they just start any younger. I mean, a lot of them just started later. You know, it was almost like – like uh, it, it was it was it wasn't normal to see a girl wrestling now it's like okay now and there's girls wrestling they're starting younger they're getting better they're in clubs i mean and like I, I know there's a club there's club in state that just they just signed you know to have to have a female that's that's coaching um i just think it's going to continue to grow and it's going to keep our sport strong uh you know I, I think if you look back when it was on the chopping blocks. I think having women's having women's wrestling helped our cause a whole lot. <laughs> and I think everyone everyone's like, "Hey, man, I think about what wrestling has taught me, and continues to teach me, and what it's instilling in my boys. Why would I not want that for my girls? Yeah, Why is it any different? Yeah. You know." And I think before we kind of was looked at, "Well, I don't think girls should wrestle. You know, I don't think girls should that. Like, yeah, yeah, they should. Yeah, they should because if there's certain things that we believe that it does for us, then." Why wouldn't we want everyone to be part of that? Um, I know it's going to continue to get stronger. You know, uh, hopefully we're the first D1 in state to get it. You know, I know there's a couple D1s that have it, and I just I think that it's going to continue to grow and on every level. Um, I'm I'm excited because you know I do have I do have two daughters, but I just think that wrestling is is too and too important, too integral for for our society, man. <laughs> just think what the things that it teaches, I think are are getting phased out so much, you know, the instant man and wrestling isn't so far from instant. You make uh, me want to have a daughter right now and just start training her. Bring, well, you, bring you, her can, you, get, you can get some, get some work in, you know, you can, yeah. you can get it figured out how to, how to get that done. Yeah. I'm not, I'm going to have to hit the Google for that one. Uh, but, all right. Before we wrap things up here, I'm getting the, I'm getting the hand signal here that it's almost time, but uh, these are just going to be some, like some random questions, okay. not necessarily random because they're tailored specifically for you, but okay. uh, just kind of shorter answers. Like okay. feel, feel free to say what you want here. Um, are you trying to beat Colat in the Q and A game? Because I don't know if you pay attention to that, but Colat, his Q and As are number one. Recently, you've been saying, "Hey, I'm hitting the road. Yeah, Maybe he, some he, Q and A." So, just so you know, are you he, competitive with Colat when it comes to the Q and A? Just, just know that he took that from me. I did that before. Oh, okay, shots fired. I did. Yeah. I mean, I, I've done. I'll, I've done, I'll, I've, I'll I've go done back it. and look. I've done it for a long time. Like you can go back on my Twitter. I'm saying this might be five, six years ago. I've been doing this. And You're I, the Q and A king. Well. He might go more in depth <laughs> in his answers, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, but absolutely, I mean, he he took it from me. Okay, all right, I like that. Um, let's see here. The next one is so I know you're a Steelers fan and a, and a Red Sox fan. Yep, yep. Okay, so when it comes to coaching, there's mm -hmm. been a lot of great coaches, managers between both those um, programs, and and this doesn't even have to be Steelers or Red Sox. But who's your biggest inspiration, whether it's an athlete or a coach that's not in the sport of wrestling? 
Oh man, that's a, you know, you, you read about a lot of guys, um, and try to figure out obviously what they've done. And I mean, sustain, sustain success. Um, that's not easy. You know, I say I'm being able to be around Gable was something that was great. Uh, not wrestling. Not wrestling. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, recently, you know, I think I said that, I mean, Belichick, obviously what he's been able to do, the level of detail that, that he goes into, um, and just that, Hey, it's on to the next one. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, that's they're, a wrestling they're, mentality. They're, they're, absolutely. You know, yeah. but, but you know, I, I, I like Saban, Saban just cause he's in the college realm. Um, you know, cause there's some certain things with college to pro that I think are different. Um, you know, he'd probably be, probably be him, probably be him right now. Um, some of the things that he's doing and, you know, they, everyone's like, Oh, they get the best guys. Like, yeah, they, they do get the best guys, but they also get them better mm-hmm. and they have them prepared. So, okay. Yeah. That's why you can't beat them because, okay, they're, yeah, they're getting the, no one else is getting a five-star recruit. Come on. That's all excuses. That's BS, man. They're just preparing them better. Um, so I would, I would probably, I'd probably go with, with those two, uh, but read a lot of books on guys and how they how they build things. And the biggest thing is it's got to be it's got to come from you, right? It's got to be part of who you are and your personality. I can't try to be someone else. I have to be me. And then, like I said, those things those things that I talked about those are how I try to be. So I got to try to get my team to try to be like that because that's that's who I'm going to be. So if I try to be something I'm not, man, then you're going to see through that in a hurry. Yeah. Um, but just seeing how they've sustained success and that's something that I want to be able to do. And you know, you 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 take you take pointers from those guys. Thoughts on Mizzou following you to the Big Twelve? <laughs> I'm 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 excited. You know, I knew it. It's been it's been a long time coming. Um, I think they just had to get a little bit away from them leaving the conference. Um, it makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense for us if we want to. If you want to be able to have a Big Twelve tournament that truly prepares you for the NCAA tournament, we got to have them in there. So I'm I'm excited. It's you know we were able to create a little bit of a rivalry. I think. With, oh, it was it with, was you know, a rivalry. It was, it was it was it's fun and and you know they've done a really good job. I mean I think about if you think about where Brian Smith, where the program started and where they're at right now. I mean he's done underrated. He's, I think very very underrated. He's done an incredible job with when they were the Big Eight and there was five teams and you know they were they were weren't sending many guys and you know you look at back and I think Askren Askren really got the ball rolling for them. But man, he's done a great job. You've done a great job with that program, and and we got to figure out how to beat them in Oklahoma State and Iowa State and Oklahoma and all those teams, you know. So um, I don't. Know, I'm I'm glad that they're gonna they're gonna be in our conference, and we're gonna continue to see them every year, and it's gonna make us better, man. We got to raise our level. So all right, last question here. This is something that fascinates me. I feel like it's not talked about enough in the sport of wrestling. Is what was your experience like with that real pro wrestling TV show thing that <laughs> happened? Because yeah, I was doing some homework last night, yeah. and um, I've done I've actually done a video on the thing. Like for some reason, I I wish that that would have worked out. Yeah. It was shot more like a TV show than yeah. like a competition. But what was it like being that you wrestled Chris Bono? Um, yeah, I, re- I wrestled. Who did I wrestle? I wrestled Freer Bono and Larkin, um, and we did it and we did it like se- separate days. Heck, we, I mean, we went out. Was we, it California? Yeah, it was out in California, and they took, you know, it was kind of, it was before anything was produced like that, you know, when you're taking pictures, and you're kind of like, eh, this is kind of kind of cheesy, you know, because that's just kind of who we are a little bit, because we're not about, a lot of times about promoting ourselves and doing that stuff, and you're like, I don't know about this, and then, you know, and I, I went out there, obviously won that thing, but just, um, I don't know, the set, having people on there, I mean, they were trying to build it up and hype it up, and 
you know, won the tournament and then they, then they, they stroke you a nice check and you're like, oh, this what is, was it? Was the check is, public? Uh, I mean, it's all right if you don't remember it. I mean, I, re I remember, I mean, it was at that time, you know, I mean, guys are, guys are, I'm certainly getting more now, but I think. Was it five figures? Oh yeah. Yeah. Dang. That's yeah. crazy. Where the, you know where the money came from for that or anything? I'm not, not well, they had, they had that, a couple, but... they had a couple, they had a couple kind of investors that okay. were, that really were trying to get that thing going and, you know, they got it into TV and I think it was on maybe every Sunday for a little while and, you know, obviously trying to get into TV and, and hopefully get some sponsors and make some money and then have you it, showed the boys yeah they yet? saw they've seen it they've seen it before yeah <laughs> do you think that we should bring back the power meter oh god no not be, they put me on the power meter like six times against bono like come on that was ridiculous i think my the, the power meter was stuck but you know that was that was one of those two though it's like there was a lot of things that were going on there was there was things that was being said to recruits by him before and i took exception to that didn't, I didn't care for certain things being said to recruits, and that was the next time that we wrestled. And you know, then we said a f I said a few things to him, and people bring that up a lot. But you know what? That's I don't know what you're I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, after the match, I beat him, and then you know, I said some things to him, and he said some things back. And you know, it's it's all right. That's that's good though. I think it's good. It's good because, and we have a we have a healthy respect for each other, but we also want to kick each other's ass. Like that's okay. Like you, we don't have to be disrespectful to one another, and and still still go to war with each other, you know? Um, I, I think in today's society, there's not enough confrontation. You know, uh, I know, I know like here we cover the beef and stuff and, yeah. and we like that, but I feel like so many people are afraid of competition that they don't, or uh, confrontation that they don't realize like that can be a really healthy, good thing. Like, you know, if you take something personal, yeah. you, it's all, it's all within the sport. You know, yep. it's not like you're crossing lines and saying stuff about family and stuff. Maybe, maybe he did. I don't yeah, know. No, but, no. It was just, but, you'll never beat me again. And unfortunately he did, but I beat him. <laughs> I beat him too. So. Yeah. I love it. Well, <laughs> well I, you, you know, that's a, uh, it's just, everyone's passive aggressive, man. You know, you, you can, you can sit behind a keyboard. You never have to have a conversation with someone. Correct. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like you just, people have to be able to control their emotions. Like, man. And one thing I've learned from coaching and having guys go out in the coaching world, like, man, nothing can ever take away what those guys did for me. The, the blood, sweat, and tears they put into the program. Now they're coaching somewhere else. Hey, when we coach each other, yeah, I want to kick your ass, man. I want to beat your team's ass. And afterwards, I'll bring, give you a hug. I'll help you out any way I can. But that's as far as it goes. It, it doesn't, doesn't need to go past that. And unfortunately, that's not, that's not always the case with everybody. Um, but I've learned some valuable lessons that that's how I'm going to be with with our guys. Uh, I think your competitor makes you better than your coaches sometimes, yeah, yeah. you know, and that's, well, you, you need your coaches to bring that out of you. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you think about anything in life, competition is what really drives, you know, I, oh, that guy's really good. Well, I got to work even harder yeah. to get better what, than he do, is. Do you think, I mean, you know, do you think Dake would be where he is without Burroughs? Yeah. And he talked, <laughs> and he talked and about that. And that's great though. That's you know? a great thing, man. You let, you make guys make you elevate your level. And I can tell you from a coaching aspect, there's some, there's some guys right now in the coaching world in wrestling that are making us have to raise our level. And either we, we pucker and like put our head down or man, we better go to work and figure out how to, how to raise our level to these guys because they're, they're doing something really, really well and they're, they're developing guys. So we got to be able to develop guys better. Cool. Well, coach, I yeah. think that's it. <laughs> uh, that was good. That was really good. Yeah. I don't think I stuttered too many times. Uh, where, where can the people find you at? Come to the West Gym. West Gym. <laughs> Coach Schwab on Twitter. Uh, all yeah, that. I'm on Twitter, yeah. I'm on, uh, Anything you want the people to know? No, I mean, love Go Panthers. Yeah, I mean, love, love wrestling, man. Love the sport and what it teaches guys. And just, 
I know hopefully we'll be back in the West Gym this year and get get a bunch of fans here. Or if we're not in if we're not in West Gym, get to McLeod. Uh, we got guys working working every day to try to get better, man. And we would want to keep raising the level of wrestling at UNI in the state of Iowa in the country. Um, had a U.S. Open champ this weekend, Let's so go. you know, so a lot of a lot of great things happening here. Appreciate you guys and and what you're doing for the sport. And I'm glad I'm glad uh, me calling you out got you up here. I love it. Hey, like we said, you can't be afraid of confrontation. No, you know? not so at all. Anytime, no, no. even I, if, I, if I'm critical or whatever, you let me know. So, but, but do it publicly so we get the attention yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. No, no, I appreciate it. Don't yeah. forget to hit subscribe, like, comment, all that. Uh, follow these guys. Come to West Gym sometime. I promise you, whether it's, uh, whether it's a team that they're wrestling that, that's your favorite team or not, yeah. just be here and, and experience everything that goes on. And uh, don't embarrass yourself like I did. But uh, I appreciate your coming yeah. on, Coach. Yeah, thank thank, thank, thanks, man. Appreciate it.